Welcome back to Star Wars Total Rewatch. That's right, we're totally rewatching Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> what are we? What are we going for? Ah, <laughs> uh, one of those like crazy. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah, where they have all sorts of sound effects and stuff. I mean, can you believe these guys on this episode? I can't. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> Professional insanity. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Star Wars Total Rewatch. We're a very professional program. <laughs> yes. Um, this is episode nine of the first season of The Clone Wars, Cloak of Darkness. Ooh. How do you think that this Cloak of Darkness compares to, say, oh, I don't know, the Cloak of Diamonds, the diamond cloak we see in the Ewoks? Oh, the Crystal Cloak. Yeah, the Crystal oh, Cloak. Oh, right. Crystal Cloak. Yeah, unfortunately, we don't see <laughs> any cloaks <laughs> in this episode. Oh, except metaphorical ones. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe it was a cloak of darkness, so you just didn't see it. But it was there the whole time. Visibility cloaks. Dun, dun, dun. They should bring back that cre- that guy from the crystal cloak. <laughs> that would be great. Oh, what was his name? The dragon thing. That dragon man. Yeah. Grack. Grackank or something. <laughs> Gracka. Oh, classics. Classic. <laughs> Grack. Yeah, we need Gracko back in here. So, Bringing for Gracko anyone who's back. not familiar with the Ewoks uh, cartoon show from the 80s, um, why don't you guys tell go them just what episode... Go watch it. <laughs> oh, well, no. I don't know if you can watch it. doesn't. It, but, uh, it. Go find that, it. like, the first episode of season two? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, it doesn't matter. That's not what we're talking about today. This is Cloak of Darkness. These episodes seem like a very loosely connected trilogy mm-hmm. of episodes, right? Yeah. So, in this episode... Picking up from where we left off, Newt Gunray, the Nemoidian, the evil Trade Federation guy from the Phantom Menace, has been captured by Padme Amidala, as well as her trusty sidekick, Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks. Yes. It was completely his doing. So in this one, we see that he is transferred aboard a starship with Luminara and Ahsoka, the ones that are on guard over him. They don't really tell you why Ahsoka's there. Yeah. Just, just is. that they wanted to have her and Luminara be in the episode, I guess. Yeah, and they were good. They were a good team. Anakin was probably busy with something, and they needed someone to go with Luminara. So there you go. Uh-huh. So in this um, episode, we're actually introduced to the Coruscant Guard. Or was it Senate Guard? Is that who it was? Coruscant Commando or something. Senate Commandos, my bad. Senate Commandos. Senate Commandos. An elite group of senators who are also commandos. (laughs) No, that is not the case. They were pretty cool. They had some nice armor. Mm -hmm. Those, like, you know, medieval helmets kind of a thing. Well, it's it's resembling the um, royal guards that Palpatine has and then became the the red ones. But their helmets kind of look like they're Mandalorians or something. That's what I, I thought at first. I was like, who are these people? Mm. Cool tea, tea helmets. Yeah. They look like Roman helmets, I guess. That's Yeah, that's like what I was thinking of. With the little opening for your face, mostly protected, though, with the, yeah. the thing. Um, led by, what's, what was his name? Argaius. Pharaoh. 
Argus. Yes. Who's not a clone. Nope. Just a human. Human male. Just enlisted. And then who is the, the clone that's with them for most of the episode? I believe that's Commander Cree. Cree. Gree. Yeah. With like these two weird hair stripes. Yep. Also known as CC1004. Well, I'm not going to remember that. <laughs> oh, man. He's the guy who Yoda beheads. So sad. Whoa. In uh, episode three? Yeah, I suppose because he's the, he's the green guy. He's the commander guy. Yeah. On Kashik. Oof. I feel like I don't, I don't always want to remember specific outcomes for characters like how they die yeah it's, it's sad you know i'm glad i'm glad you're letting me know it's fine like I, I i like to know because it's informative but i don't like to know because it's kind of sad yeah now it's sad right but as a podcast host i feel like i have an obligation to to know these things so we are dedicated to the truth no matter how hard it is to hear sometimes yeah. yep 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 committed so, naturally, Luminara is interrogating Newt Gunray to try to get all the information about the Separatist movement out of him. And of course, since he actually knows a lot, Dooku sends Asajj Ventress to return him to the Separatist lines. Yeah, bring him back or or else uh, kill him if he's gonna talk. Yeah, but we see uh, the, the stark differences between Luminara, kind of a more traditional Jedi, and Ahsoka, who is very much, you know, a rebel in the Jedi ranks, and also a young kid, so. Yeah, I don't know. It's like she's taking after Anakin's interrogation methods. <laughs> I like that. There, Luminara is just doing the, you know, the questioning, but more just kind of like, <laughs> I'm trying to kind of uh, read your mind a little bit, yeah, but yeah. pretty peacefully and calmly, and then Ahsoka just decides, all right, all right, time for me to play the bad cop here. Right, right. And Luminara says, that's not, no, that's not the plan. That's not what we do. We don't threaten people. She went pretty hardcore in the bad cop territory, too. But it worked, you know? She said, I'm not actually going to hurt him. Yeah, come on, I'm not really going to do it. Ahsoka <laughs> yeah. knows that she can just play a part to get her way. Like, it works. It's effective. Yeah, but it, it really feels like something she's picked up from watching Anakin. Well, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> and the other Jedi are like, "What are you learning from that guy?" <laughs> All right. <laughs> but like, it's but it's really interesting because it kind of seems like something you shouldn't do. But uh, I don't know. Maybe she actually like she knows how far to take it. For her, that's like you know she's playing a part. Yeah, to get information from the guy. Whereas when Anakin does it, he actually would if you exactly. didn't <laughs> hold him back. Yeah. So I wonder if Ahsoka's a little bit confused about why Anakin acts the way he does sometimes. Mm. Mm. Yeah, maybe. I was thinking we see a lot of that kind of scene the other way around. Mm. Or it's the dark side trying to interrogate. Yeah, where one of the heroes is being interrogated. So it's just interesting to see how the Jedi do it similarly in some ways, but like Kylo Ren in interrogating Rey, right? Like trying to get in her mind. Yep. But he's like so oppressive about it where here Luminara is kind of doing the same thing, but, you know, in a way that doesn't actually hurt him, but she's she'll still, she'd get information out of him if they gave her long enough, I think. Mm -hmm. It's one way better than the other, if you're still taking things from their mind. Yeah, it's kind of brutal. I think there's a, there's a better way to do it than a worse way to do it. It's either way ethical in the end, that's what I'm saying. Desperate times, you know? Yeah, Luminara feels like she has never been in a war before. This is probably not actually true, but she comes across as someone who's never really, like, 
been what should I say like in the field much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's still acting as the Jedi always do. Yeah, yeah. She knows this is how you're supposed to do things. This is what Jedi do. Right. This is how we handle ourselves in these situations. And <laughs> and of course, I'll be able to fight Ventress because right. she's undisciplined and yeah. she's using the dark side. So like, I'm gonna win. It's not a fair fight. Well, right, right. Ahsoka's trying to tell her that you don't know who you're dealing with here. This person is is unpredictable and crazy. So um, Ahsoka kind of disobeys the uh, the orders to stay where she was and guard Newt Gunray. She goes off to help in the fight, which is good because she saves Luminara. Yeah, Luminara totally would have died. Ventress is coming in to take Newt Gunray out, or out of the, <laughs> the ship anyway. And in some ways, I think she was just a distraction. Mm. I don't know if they knew Ahsoka was there, but they definitely knew Luminara was there. Yeah. So in the end, they draw both the Jedi away from Gunray. Yeah. And we see uh, she almost rescues Newt Gunray, but has to make a quick escape. We see how she just totally just takes her lightsabers and uses it to like go down the, the elevator shaft, kind of like uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, you know, cutting the oh, sword and the wow. sail. Just like cutting her way down. <laughs> exactly like that, yes. Yeah, I know what you mean. Just like that. Um, but yeah, so she, Ventress, lures away Luminara... And then eventually Ahsoka goes off to help her in quite the lightsaber fight. Yeah, yeah, Luminara gets trapped under... I mean, Ventress detonates all these bombs in like the engine room or something, and then big pipes fall on top of Luminara. And just as Ventress is about to kill her, then Ahsoka comes in with an epic force push. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. Pushes her right into a pipe. <laughs> Launches her into a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> we should do a cut with like the Super Mario. Blop, blop, blop. Oh, yes, yes. The pipe sound effect. Yeah. <laughs> blop, blop, blop. That's the sound a pipe makes. Yep. Yes. Pipes in real life don't work the same way. Sadly, they do not. Yeah. They could, though. What if, like, yeah, you, you pick up a pipe? That's the sound it makes. No, it's when you go into a pipe. <laughs> oh, when you go into one. Yeah. Maybe it actually does do that. I mean, I've never tried to actually go in a pipe, have you? I know, exactly. <laughs> it only works with green pipes. Oh, that's why. But uh, Luminara was just crushed beneath some super heavy steel metal pipes, but her leg is totally fine. Just trapped. Just trapped. Good, good fight, though. And yeah, Ventress really doesn't play by the rules. She pretty much blows things up any chance she gets and is not even really trying to beat them. Like you said, she's just a distraction. As soon as Gunray's captured, she's like, okay, I'm done. Oh, and let me just blow you up for good measure as I leave. Yeah, she had a lot of thermal detonators on her. A lot of them. It's fun to watch. Like, she's a good fighter. It's kind of cool stuff, but she's kind of scary. It kind of feels like she can just jump any distance at any time and get away from anyone conveniently oh yeah just, just bounces around off she goes <laughs> just did like one bounce and they totally lost her able to leap tall buildings in a single bound uh, yeah you're right it's a little more than just your standard force jump <laughs> I don't know. which is already kind of exaggerated most of these fights will they just end with nobody dies and somebody just flees yep yeah i mean that's again that serialized story kind of thing yeah yeah for me, it takes some of the tension out of it. I mean, at least they could have some more clever ways of resolving these fights rather than just sproing and bounce, bounce away from danger. <laughs> like, Grievous is always doing that, too, because you know that he's 
never going to get captured, so they just have the scene play out like however they want it to, and then at the last second, he goes off in an escape pod. Mm-hmm. Spring. Spring. No, whatever the, the pipe sounded. Blup, blup, blup. <laughs> and that guy, Argaius. Well, right. Argai. Guy Gaius. I didn't see that coming. Give it an offer he couldn't refuse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said he was getting paid quite a bit. Who did he say was paying him? Dooku? Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe the scene right before it, I was starting to feel like something was up with this guy. Yeah, he, just the way he kind of like looked at everything. A little shifty. Well, he seemed like a little too eager to get Ahsoka out of there. All right. He was encouraging her to go help Luminara very subtly, but mm. it was enough. Oh, man, but... Oh, uh, yeah, epic face-off. Between uh, Commander Gree and our traitor. <laughs> our guys. Our guys, the traitor. tr Atar. The man, he totally whoops him. But unfortunately, Newt Gunray sneaks up and smacks him across the head. Yeah, yeah, Newt Gunray gets to do sort of his own actual fighting. He hits somebody from behind. What a guy. I don't know why the clone, uh, Commander Gree, didn't set his weapon to stun. So obviously he didn't want to try to kill Newt Gunray because he wanted all the information. Yeah, just set it to stun, right? Did they have that yet? I don't know. <laughs> they mention it in A New Hope. Oh yeah, they do that to Leia. Yeah, they, they, they definitely have stun. They you Shoot see. circles out of it. Yep. Wah, wah, wah. Right, right. All these sound effects I can do. <laughs> <laughs> they mention stun setting in the Empire Strikes Back also. I hadn't caught that before. Mm. Vader tells them to stun somebody. Oh. oh man, I forgot to tell you this, but I saw the Empire Strikes Back in the theater early this week. Oh, you did? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, our, That's lo- awesome. our local theater was playing it for a week or so in huh. honor of its 40th anniversary. Cool. Yeah, that must have been fun to actually you know, see it in theaters. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it was great. Do you know what cut it was? It was the special edition. Oh, okay. But Whatever. It was cool. Right? Speaking of not talking about this episode, another Star Wars news, um, Star Wars Squadrons, which is a video game, came out. It's basically kind of like the old Rogue Squadrons or X-Wing or TIE Fighter game, space combat game, which you're just flying around in space and X-Wings and Y-Wings and TIE Fighters and all that jazz. And it is pretty darn fun. And it's fully playable in virtual reality. And it is really fun to fly around in that and use the joystick and throttle and just, ugh. It's great. Yeah, it looks cool. I'm going to have to try that sometime. I mostly just geek out the entire time. I'm just like, oh, it's already gets all. It's a Krazar class cruiser. Fly by the Nebulons. I tried it out, and I said, can I see my little R2 behind me? And I turn around, and there he is, and he goes, beep, boop, beep, boop. It's <laughs> like, that's amazing. That's immersive right there. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, let's finish this episode. They're flying away on a ship. Yep, Ventress escapes. Argus escapes. What kind of ship is that, though? It's a consular-class corvette. Nice. Like Princess Leia's ship. Oh, right, yeah, with the engines in the back. And then, yeah, Ventress takes an escape pod and meets up with them and stabs him in the back. Kills the guy. Which, again, is why you don't trust the bad guys. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I guess you can't trust a traitor, you know? (laughs) True, because you never know. He'll just betray you again for more money. (laughs) Yeah, if the money's right. I guess, right. There didn't seem to be much reason for doing that other than she's a villain, right? Yeah, I know. Shock factor. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty, just, yep, lightsaber sprout through the chest. It's exactly what Grievous did to the Trandoshan guy. Exactly the same. You know, they're getting predictable now. (laughs) So that is Cloak of Darkness. It was very dark and very cloaky. 
Very cloaky, yeah. <laughs> uh, the wiki article does say there's a continuity error where Dooku is wearing his cape during his conversation with Sidious, but when Ventress enters the room immediately afterwards, the cloak has disappeared. <gasps> so no. maybe... It That's is a the cloak, cloak of darkness. Obviously. <laughs> That's not a continuity error. It's right there in the title. Oh, I know. Completely intentional. Uh, oh, yeah. But the next episode I really enjoyed, from what I remember. It's called The Lair of Grievous. Oh, can I say, by the way, this was directed by Dave Filoni. Hey. And written by Paul Dini of Ewoks fame. Hey, Paul Dini. Ewoks fame. Paul Dini! (laughs) (laughs) All right. As the Jawas call him. Paul Dini. And and we are actually getting very close to season two of The Mandalorian. That's exciting. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to get Ahsoka spoilers. (laughs) Yeah. Probably. But it's okay. I don't know if I can watch it. Unless you're going to wait like a year and a half to watch The Mandalorian. I don't know. I don't think I'm going to wait on that one. But yeah, join us next time for Lair of Grievous, Weird Star Wars Total Rewatch, and we'll see you next time. And remember, ignore your instincts at your peril. Damn, I would have went out of the episode, guys. What an episode! <laughs> <laughs>